Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Boodle, 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 boy. You are just a boodle, that's for sure. And <laughs> We're just in a boodle, boodle world. I'll never let you go, my son. <laughs> we were just talking about like the songs we sing to our respective dogs. I sing Mango, I go, He's the best kitties in the world. <laughs> He's a bad, bad kitties. Oh, and I really go there with Tones. Tony gets a lot of sing time. He gets a lot of unique voice. But they respond to it. Yeah, he loves it. Um, we need to talk about men. We absolutely do. Men, Alex Garland's new sci-fi body horror folk thing. I what's her name? Jesse. Jesse Buckley. Jesse Buckley queen. and Rory. Rory Kinnear. Yeah. Is he Greg Kinnear? Any relation? No. Okay. He's cool. Like Just another Kinnear mm-hmm. who's doing the damn thing. He's good. Yeah. No. Love him. Okay. I loved men. Okay. Loved it. It really hit my like mother mm-hmm. nerve. And I'm into this emerging genre of movie where the central theme is men just want to destroy women. And here's how they do it over and over and over. And I'm also obsessed that men or the directors behind this thing it's like very fascinating to me mm-hmm. and i love just like a disgusting visceral yeah. body horror moment yeah it had like cronenbergian body horror elements it had a beautiful country house in the english countryside amazing it had music. amazing music full frontal male nudity and just like birth lots of birth vagina envy yeah and i thought it was cool yeah i i liked it up until a point i think i was also affected by the people around us at Mm -hmm. the theater we were in a very noisy it brought out the worst of the worst of people's behavior specifically i noted amongst the gay men in the theater who got incredibly vocal by the end really yeah there was one Where'd where he was it? like, I saw it at the Sunset Five. Okay. And there was like a group of gays in front of me. And one of them was like, oh, no. Oh, my God. And then it ended. And he goes, thank fucking God. And I was just like, honey, can you zip it until yeah. we've left the theater? And then you can like go off and do your thing. But I was like, this is very classically men vibes that you're acting this way. Well, we were sitting. We were at the Century City AMC, mm-hmm. which always attracts a bunch of. It's a West Side kiddo mall crowd, but it also is perhaps the only great AMC theater. Yeah, it's really good. But we were seated all the way in the back to the end, and it was like felt really safe, just the wall behind us kind of perched. And then it was a pretty empty theater, and then slowly, right as the movie was about to start, like during the previews, just filled the fuck up. Mm -hmm. People in our row. The noisiest, these two women sitting next to me somehow 
were so noisy in their creaky seats and <laughs> with their straw. Somehow, like, it was just enhanced. And then there was a whole row of straight guys that were probably 25 in front of us. Mm-hmm. One of them was literally reading the Wikipedia for men. <laughs> during men. During men. <laughs> Honey. And I was like, I mean, I was kind of, like, iconic, but also, like, what are you doing? Give it a beat. And then the guy next to him, anytime there was male frontal nudity, he would go, <laughs> like, complete panic, gay panic, like, just complete, like, <laughs> oh my, <laughs> like, he was just, he could not handle male cock. It made them, it made men squirm. Squirm. And I was just like, haven't you ever seen a floppy dick in the, you know, broad daylight? But I was just like, typical, like, straight men cannot handle the minute there's an ounce of like dick on screen they just go ah! <laughs> oh that's so funny oh and it just really like detra- and then the the screen the phone screen the it kind of just like added to this like chorus of annoyance so mm-hmm. then by the end of it when like spoiler alert there was just like male birth upon russian nesting doll just like male male pussies like true bussies it was a it was bussies were plentiful in men bussies back pussies mouth pussies mussies mussies bousies bousies (laughs) but i was just kind of like i think it was i think if it had been maybe a different vibe i would have stayed through the whole thing but i just kind of turned to simon and i was like do you want to go and he was like yeah you'd had it quite enough but I liked it. I liked it. felt kind of like Hellraiser. And I loved, like, it was very spooky. I loved, like, the buildup, the tension. I loved the atmosphere. I love Jesse Buckley. I love that her friend, She's a she was in Her Smell mm-hmm. and Glow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's like, she's she was like the wolf shit. girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought she looked familiar, but I couldn't place where she was from. And I'm an Alex Garland head mm-hmm. i love 20 days later he wrote that did you know that no i didn't know that yeah Sick. this is his first movie that he wrote I sunshine love i loved annihilation devs mm-hmm. he has this new movie coming out called love civil war Debs. is devs coming back or did they no. say nunca they were like this is really original and innovative They're so like, let's not do it unfortunately it was too uh what do you say good. oh good yeah mm-hmm. so mm, no more. And he's directing a new movie with Kirsten Dunst called Civil War about a near future civil war in America, which literally makes Kiki. me want to come. I love. Thank God. I'm literally like, I'm like having an orgasm when I hear the when I just saw the deadline. I was like, oh, 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 oh. like I, I birthed. All I need. My mussy birthed out like <laughs> a, another a Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> my mussy birthed, birthed out like a small CGI carry, an uncanny CGI carry. <laughs> But anyway, but I, I I appreciate the movie, but I just was not in the space for it. And I didn't leave any I didn't leave for like being like, I hate this. I yeah. just I just couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's okay. But I, I support my girl Jesse, support my boy Alex. Mm-hmm. Rory Kinnear was in the show Years and Years, which is so fucking good. Oh yeah, he was, and that was such a good show. And Kudos to him for playing all those fucking roles. Another spoiler alert. Um, really differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was some stuff where I was like, "What? <laughs> what the fuck? What is going on? But what is he trying to do here or say?" But then I had a moment to think on it, 
And then I had a moment to like go on what, what like do you, what movie do you Reddit. So I think, I think a couple things. I think it's saying that like all men are motivated by wanting love from women or there's like an inherent, there's an inherent need that men have from women because they are of women. Like they, the act of like men can't exist without being given birth to. Mm -hmm. And that creates this like love and this need um, and this like symbiotic relationship. But at the same time, there's also a fragility and like an ego fragility that's inherent in that because men are told like they can do everything they get everything like life is much easier if you're a man but at the same time like they can't give birth they and like that creates like an ego deficit Mm. so they both like crave love and attention and then if they can't get it or are raised to subscribe to like toxic masculinity vibes then it just creates another self-fulfilling prophecy or birth that gets passed down and down and down. Yeah, I got I think I got the like inherited toxic traits. traits. But then the, I think also the birth is representative of like you can't have you can't have one without the other. You know what I mean? And those go hand in hand and for them to work well, they have to be like, yeah, they have to be in flow with each other. And when they're out of flow, there's like an imbalance. Yeah. And then shit goes down. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of took it as like male reverence and like hatred of like the literal like vagina. Mm-hmm. And I think I think specifically like straight men having this like carnal there's like maybe a, the move what i got from the movie was like almost like a like you said like we're not able to give birth so we hate women for that kind of because we all men want to do is like replicate themselves mm-hmm. right and like we just have it's like the one thing that they don't have right that's and the I'm... one thing that they can't do so it's like there's no, a lot yeah. of envy and like a lot of disgust and also distrust and i think like the power dynamics just of nature are such that like feminine power is the power of creation and in nature there's just so much femininity and so much power and women are like i think more powerful than men in a lot of ways like i agree and have like a higher pain tolerance and their brains work faster and like i agree and but i think that when then this goes back to like the dawn of time communities either recognize that and have reverence for it or it's like they recognize it as dangerous and need to do anything to keep it down so this is like exploring the ways in which men keep women down whether it's like they prevent them from having independence they are like sexually dangerous with them or they blame them for their own actions and like keep women in a place of just being subservient and not having any power in a relationship or in like the case of her husband like he'd rather kind of kill himself to like imprison her sort of in like guilt and like 
like the things the places men will go to make a woman feel trapped i think is like was also what i got from it like Mm -hmm. whether it was an accident or he killed himself like it was kind of the most selfish thing he could have done because it will forever sort of bind her to him and like subjugate her in a way which was really so sinister and like he was actually to me the scarier character than yeah man he was like he's great too he was in i may destroy you he was the gay friend oh yeah really love him Mm -hmm. he um i think also it's like there it's like there's this lack of being able to take personal responsibility for your own feelings and like actions which was repeated like a theme that was repeated over and over when he's like i'm gonna kill myself like because of you and then the vicar who was like all I do is like think about you because like you're all I can think about and like making his sexual obsessions with people like a woman's problem just because they simply like exist and have like breasts and a pussy. Yeah, I mean, I liked and I I did love her like ambivalence and being like just repeatedly like turning them down. Mm-hmm. I like that was cool. You missed um, probably the final like when her friend comes. I read the Wikipedia. Okay, but she, the guy births like the actual her ex husband. Oh really? Yeah, like the final birth. He like kind of births through his mouth the ex husband who's also naked, more full frontal. Yeah. We love to see it, and then they like sit together on the couch, and she's like, "What do you want from me?" And he's like, "I just want you to love me." And then she kind of like is holding a little axe and you see her kind of relax and like stroke the axe. And I think she ends up killing him and decides like, I'm not doing this anymore or like literally cutting ties with him. And then her friend comes and she's kind of like, and their friend comes and she's like happy and there's blood everywhere. So I think it like all really happened and she's like transformed. I do love the green man. Because it's like Celtic, mm-hmm. pagan, so it's like my my ancestors. Yeah. But um, no, I I like. I mean, I agree with you, and I think not just straight men, but also gay men have like. I just think men in general just have like inherent distrust and like rage against the pussy. <laughs> a lot of and even gay men like. Oh no, I've I know. Had gay men lots are of gay. I've had like gay men in my life be like talk really badly about pussies or like say like how to say and i've had to be like you can't say that like or just like don't say that in front of me no i don't i never trust a gay who like is like vaginas are disgusting yeah like what like first of all first of all you like never have to see one if you don't want to yeah second of all like and second of all you came out of one came out of one and like or like you were spent a lot of time close to one. You were originated in like the reproductive system. Yeah. Or you tr- you've tried to like one. You know, like yeah, like it wasn't for you and your mat. I think it's probably like a lot more of like a velvet rage of like I agree. resentment against not being able to like conform to what was yeah. at that time more like the universally standard form I mean, gay, of sexuality. Gay misogyny is a whole other can like, of worms. War. That I think was also a little bit like explored in this movie like i feel like the little kid that wore the mask was gay yeah or he was like repressed and like yeah he was sort of like fielding off like i mean that woman's mask the Mm -hmm. crow thing like that was fucking weird did he fuck that crow no i think he was just moving it to look like it was getting fucked okay i was like are you fingering that crow a little sicko um okay good 
but yeah it was good i mean anytime there's a nude man standing in broad daylight it's like <laughs> you it's better over. watch it's like it follows mm-hmm. it did was you, did you see the trailer for micah monroe's new movie watcher i didn't but i think i've seen that or knew that she was in one it looks terrifying okay cool i fucking love her me too my uh, scream queen but yeah i mean i'm i i'm still like i'm all in for alex garland yeah i want more 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 he didn't do this thing in his movies which i've started to notice a trend of and i'm a little like all his movies have a girl wearing a t-shirt and underwear and nothing else <laughs> like a skinny tall girl mm-hmm. with spindly little legs and like he loves like a girl wearing like a wife beater and like panties he loves a girl like a skinny girl in the morning just waking up <laughs> with with like bob hair mm-hmm. short-haired queens he <laughs> trades exclusively in <laughs> he really does doesn't he he loves and jesse buckley is the queen of the bob but that other who's that woman that was in devs and annihilation mm-hmm. and ex machina yeah she what's her name I forgot, but she's always like rocking like a '90s mom bob mm-hmm. and wearing no pants and a tee, and I'm like, this is like some kind of fetish. He's kind of shaped my bedtime look because my bedtime look is no pants, like a high waisted underwear and a t-shirt. So that's I thought like that was I was like this feels like what a straight man thinks like a cool girl wears to bed. Well, he's not so <laughs> wrong, but we're not all 115 pounds soaking wet <laughs> with little perky little with tits. Pert little tits that are perfectly proportioned to our rail thin Clavicle. bodies yeah but yeah, i'm all i want to fucking stay in that house i don't it scared me i do she, now she like the men are gone mm-hmm. i loved her friend being like i'll just come mm-hmm. it was me. real friend vibes they did like good good facetime acting yeah yeah i was into it the walking around in the beginning scared me when she has her like Grimes moment in the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, that was cool. Ah, ah, ah. And I love like her. I love a woman just like having a solo nature moment. Yeah. Being on a walk and then having like the rain and then you're just exhilarated. I was like, I've fully been there. But Women also, need to take off and like be alone sometimes and then get one with nature vibes but and also, cry under a tree while the lightning and thunder happens. But also, it feels true that like a woman can't even enjoy like <laughs> a vibe in the nature without like feeling without like some naked freak about <laughs> <laughs> being menaced by a, a screaming banshee. Well, in yeah, the woods. I mean, it's like. Life is very menacing towards women. I know. And like it is, there's like constant vigilance involved. Yeah. You have to always worry about like being killed. Yeah. You just have to be like. Or just like not, not that, maybe not that dramatic, but like. But you're just like. But just, you have to always keep an eye out. Like if I'm walking Tony late at night and I just see another like man, my awareness is always like there's a man like who is it do i recognize this person do i not like yeah. and there it's just you're always kind of in the back of your mind like clocking that kind of thing yeah i can't imagine that i mean i i get worried walking around hollywood at night but like i'm also 6'3 and a dude so mm-hmm. like i don't think people i mean i've had moments of like fearing being gay bashed but like i think normally i'm i'm privileged in that way yeah. so like i can't imagine the like female radar going off and 
you know, at kind of all times. Mm-hmm. Or just being aware being of your surroundings. Yeah. I'm not it's trying to make like it sound It's just like awareness so... of your surroundings, and it's I'm obviously it a sliding sound... scale for some people more than others. No, and I'm not trying to, like, make it sound terrible or, like... No, I don't think you are. I'm just, like, I, I just respect, like, yeah. And I will say to all the gays listening... We don't have time for misogyny in our community. <laughs> no, we don't. I'm serious. It's a real issue. It is. It's the fear of femme no, in the I gay know. community. And it really makes me, it's like very upsetting. And I've had to like unpack my own misogyny. Mm-hmm. But like being on Grinder and having a guy being like, can I hear your voice before I Ooh, fuck you? damn. Like yeah. that's not always, that never, I always like, and I never try to get preachy when I use Grinder, but I'd always be like, that sucks that you just asked me that. Yeah, I don't love that. The that, gays no, have their own like whole other world outside of even misogyny and like terrorizing women, which they definitely do on like a regular basis. But that's also being like we're just adhering to the like straight patriarchy. Yeah. Which, or so, just like societal norms. Yeah. Which I do think are shifting somewhat. Oh, I agree. But But also, but also there's a war on there's a war on women right now. Yeah. And that's just like that's crazy. <laughs> Understatement of I'm like year. truly Oklahoma. Oh, I know. I know. I was like, honey. I guess I was never rooting. I want to be like, I was we were rooting for you because we're never rooting for you, really, because you've always been kind of fucked up. But like, damn, bitch, they're that bitch. They are that bitch. That was crazy. You better have protected sex, or else. <laughs> you're going to texas but probably not you're going to like colorado but probably not soon. <laughs> but probably not you can come to california and we'll pay way more taxes yeah. for you to get aborted it's worth it it's wild out there but i love it made me want to rewatch mother i love but this was even i think going one step <sighs> stop enough. that's enough uh-uh he's a man he is he's toxic masculinity vibes my favorite is whenever I can, whenever I like come home and I know that he's like furious. I know. It feels very like coming home to my abusive husband LARPing. <laughs> Mango was furious with us last night. We were gone for literally two hours and we literally left Made in Manhattan on for him while we went to go see men. Maybe he doesn't like rom-coms. When we came back, he was giving me... Because I do not take kindly to J-Lo's no. acting. He was very upset. He goes, next time try Selena. <laughs> because <laughs> she is good in that that's her best role yeah or out of sight mm-hmm. maybe yeah maybe you need to try a different genre with him or jack remember jack was she in jack yeah she was the teacher oh wow mm-hmm. who knew what um, can't she do who can't she do i need to also talk about the wilds i finished both seasons oh nice yeah your new favorite it's, show it's a really I mean, season one is pretty much completely without male. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's sort of like Yellow Jackets, but just very different. Tight. And I think you would really appreciate it because it does have like Cascade vibes. Okay, um, cool. I'll check that out. Season two, not as good, I don't think, but it's still really interesting. And I it doesn't really matter because the main girl group is so compelling to watch. And they're such good actors and they really feel like they love each other. And it's like dysfunctional sisters that it's worth any like floppy vibes Mm -hmm. so cool yeah it's on amazon dole it's on amazon dole check it out 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, me undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big. The contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted MeUndies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with MeUndies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. 
Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Oh my God, I have some tea. Speaking of the dolls. So I was out this weekend. I met this Australian couple straight from Sydney doll. And obviously uh, we got to chatting and I talked about, I brought up Byron Bay's because I want to know the tea from Ground Zero, aka Australia. And (laughs) apparently the goss is that the whole time on production, the cast was incredibly high on ketamine. No. <laughs> yes. So we were. They we were, were like. Our instincts were kind of. Did we say that? Yeah. I think we said like L is on ketamine. Well, they they were tootin' K. I'll Damn. just say. Which just seems like a wild thing to do if you're just filming a reality. T- like you couldn't catch me doing that. Were I filming my reality show? Well, also your first time on TV. It's yeah, not like, but that's Australians like a, do it differently, doll. That's like season four vibes when you're already like, I can do whatever I want. I don't think I could ever do ketamine and then expect to be filmed and like have it go well. Like all of them? I guess. I just, uh, I let's take this with a grain of salt because like it is just like. No, I mean, I believe it. But like, I love that. Hannah, I mean, she was... Hannah, yeah, I mean, I do feel like she sought treatment, like, mid-show for her. And, like, I don't know. I've never gotten, like, aggressive on ketamine, but... Elias. Yeah. And Simba. And I bet were, Simba loves K. They were K-holing. Mm-hmm. They were swirling. <laughs> the girls were in a K-hole. <laughs> well, I... Allegedly. Was a, I was in an alleged K-hole. Watching, watching the girls. Come here. Sarah was probably in a K hole. Uh, yeah, or maybe she wasn't, and that's why she was so annoying. <laughs> or that's why she was just not accepted into their. Yeah, because they, all... they were like, "We don't trust you. You scare us because we're all fucking high off our tits off K." And you're you literally have like a raven over your head. And I got the goss <laughs> on the Gold Coast, and the, everyone does hate the Gold Coast. It's really trashy. And the word was that everyone in the Gold Coast wants to get out of the Gold Coast, except Damn. for Gold Coast lovers. So well, all the rumors are true. Well, this is all leading into like we need to tour in Sydney, down under, down under tour. Mm-hmm. Do We've it. got a touchdown in Sydney, doll. We do. And we should also, we play the Sydney Opera House? We should play the Sydney Opera House. I also just wanted to address the like the waves we made on TikTok with our Rebel Wilson TikTok. The Aussies were coming for us. But it seems to be... Half and half. It seems to be a divided crowd. Like I want to apologize first for saying, for incorrectly assuming that Tasmania was its own country. I wanted to apologize to everyone. That from Australia. seems to be a real issue for people. I need to just formally address my ignorance as an American and acknowledge that I did not take the time to actually consider that Tasmania was part, part of, of Australia. Aus- 
I thought that it was, but then you said it with such confidence that I no. was like, oh, I, I guess like you. he knows you mend me in that moment. I did. I did. And, and I, I was like, I'm pretty in my mind. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's just part of Australia. But then you were like so confident. I was like, I'm I'm not going to. You mansplained Dole. Tasmania. Spoken like a true man. And I'm sorry to all the dolls out there. And I hope you can forgive me and welcome me to your open arms to the coast. It was divided. It was like there were four points of view about that video. One was Tasmania's in Australia. And where I'm a dumb fucking idiot. One was I love Rebel Wilson. I think she's hilarious. One was like, we don't claim Hadol. She's all yours. And the other one was like, you two are, I'd kill myself if I had to listen to you (laughs) and meet you two. Which I was like, whoa. (laughs) We had, my favorite was a guy literally saying, if I had to watch you guys talk in person, I would shoot myself in front of you. I said, that sounds like a you problem, not a us problem. I said, wow, that would be traumatizing for us, Dole. Yeah, but so I'm... I don't I don't let those types of comments live on my no, socials, no, Dole, but I will allow rebel love. I mean, I don't care. No, Dole, and I, I understand the sentiments that the American capitalist Hollywood system is responsible for turning her into whatever she's become. But I, I just first and foremost would like to take responsibility for take responsibility for Tasmania for the for the Tasmania America tensions the, mis- all, the misinformation the about mis- Tasmania to mansplaining and disin my my campaign of disinformation and I apologize and I hope the Aussies can forgive me and the dolls will welcome me with open arms. I'm gonna apologize for not correcting you and or not, not trusting saying, yourself. Not trusting myself in that moment. I apologize to you, Dole, for mansplaining and for making you feel doubtful. Making me believe that Tasmania was an island off the coast of Australia that was a totally different country. <laughs> Dole. Dole, I, I'm sorry and shame on me, Dole. Mm-hmm. Shame, shame for shame. Speaking of shame, I'm and Carrie. Speaking of men terrorizing women, I'm Lara. And you're, and you're listening, listening to, to Sexy, Sexy Unique, Unique Podcast. Podcast. Midwives! You know what was actually great in Men too, which I appreciated, is there what? was kitchen island drama. Oh, she was an island gal. She was she got pushed to a place of island gal, and they were it, island guys too. Yeah, it was. There was a lot of drama that focused around a kitchen island at one point, and I was like, I feel seen by this scene. The scariest scene was when the guys just charging through the hedges towards her. Yeah, at turning night, the lights on and off, just screaming. Remember when he's like, ah! oh, yeah, and I did not like that little mullet man. No. Who is your the scariest person to you? The scariest man? The cop. Yeah, that freaked me out, too. I, I think, think the, the I naked think, man yeah. was the scariest one. Him, like, reaching through the mail slot was, like, very terrifying. I screamed. Or just him, like, looking in the... Him just standing there, I go, oh, my God. Well, I was also confused, like, who is that lady cop? Was she not like, why are all these guys the same? Unclear. Another question. Did they all Were they all actually the same or are they just in her head? I don't know. I was like, where are all the ladies in this town? Yeah, where? what was that lady cop? Yeah, was she also like men? Was, I was, need to revisit and like watch again. Was the town of Coxton like... Coxton. A fully male 
one man wicker man vibes fucking reproducing was wicker man doll um this episode is called of dogs and men it's the penultimate episode i believe or there's two more after this there's three more well not counting the reunion doll there's two more okay this was another don't trust me though i might be I might there's be 19 total Okay, Dole. And this was, I think, 16. Damn. Wow, this is a long season. I know. This was another uh, episode of just people talking to people about other people, but at least there were dogs involved. It was a snooze. Mm-hmm. Drita has named her dog Lucky Santangelo. Lucky Santangelo. <laughs> I love that. Her pooch, she truly bought a tiny poodle. That's what I call Tony all the time is my little poodle. I hated this episode. I'm like... I'm actually bummed that we're recapping it. I These, I just, I don't really want to talk about it. Well, we're gonna talk about it. Can we talk about other stuff and just call it midwives? Mm, We have a bonus to record, so let's like not blow our bono load. All right, Dole. Um, Drita's new dog, Lucky Santangelo, is a true baby. Runs the house. It's truly a. It's the tiniest poodle I've ever seen. She's one of the Russian duchesses. Mm-hmm. Like Anastasia. Lee calls her asking for money. She goes need anything? And he goes yeah I need money. I was like great. Oh, By the way the staircase, jail we'll talk about it in the bonus. Mm-hmm. I just, I had the question how much money do we think Lee and Drita have stashed in cash? Probably a lot because her house is nice. Like five mil? They, I'm sure they have like literal in hundreds hundreds of millions no 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 like in hundred dollar bills stashed like in a storage yeah. unit maybe i just i'm like how is she paying for her life no i know that's why i'm like i swear they have like liquid because she has a nice house nice car she has a nice car she has like expensive hair and like jewelry and a lot of watches she doesn't work yeah work. she's a full-time mom so it seems i guess she is making money off of mob wives but probably negligible amount until like it gets really big. She reveals in part of her continued like sexual foreplay, she reveals that she's going to start dating. Mm-hmm. And Lee goes, oh, well. He goes, great. Great. She goes, I dropped a verse on a remix and they loved it. Well, first, first she goes, I'm going to be dating. And he goes, okay, good. And she goes, well, the fact that you're being nice about it, Makes me not want to do it. And I'm like, exactly. you are you being fell right mad, into the girl. Mm-hmm. You are being mothered right now. And then she says that he was really supportive of her like side hustles and careers. Like he told her, you got to rap, you got to model and yeah. loved when she did that. So I was like, okay, that's cool. They're like best friends. I love that for them. And but I also- love a mob wife with a dog. That elevates the shit for me. And I see myself reflected in them i just want to smell their homes because i know they smell like cigs and like nice candles mm-hmm. it just smells like my nice late aunt's house tbd and the niceness of the candles well, we all know renee is a yankee oh, queen she's a, but it, it smells good at least it's like a cinnamon vibe yeah a tiny little pointy poodle is my soft spot karen and ramona head to a deli they're going to the market because Karen has to run it past Ramona about Ugh. Drita. I'm like, you actually don't. All while they're talking, there's a butcher in the background who's like kind of naked man in the standing in front of the shed He's just vibes. staring at them. Yeah. Karen starts to, they sit down and Karen's like, I'm thinking about apologizing or talking to Drita. And Ramona just goes, no, sorry. End of story. End of story. She's not having it. Of course. She goes, 
You'll never get that girl to admit what she really is, because if she did, you'd put her out with the trash because she's trash. She also goes, she's from a different breed. And I'm like, you're Albanian racist. They're racist against Drita. And it's now Italians versus Albanians. It is. She's Mm -hmm. like Italian. What is that? This is white on white violence. It is. But she's like Italian elitist. Yeah. Which I, I mean, I feel like many Italians are like this with like someone who's not italian who gets into the mix but i'm also like you're fucking jealous haters don't like, come for the albanians get i would never, never. albanians like never seem like the most savage oh they will like rip your throat out and tie it in a bow around your forehead that's like eastern european <laughs> yeah like slavic the more eastern you go into like slavic territory new like you're the, going to be mortal combated You'll get sliced and diced Freddy Krueger style. Your body will be sliced into ribbons. No, you will get like your spine ripped out like Daphne. Yeah, like they're not fucking around. Kala and Ange go to the Buddha Lounge and I want to go to the Buddha Lounge. The Buddha Lounge has a Dunkin' Donuts sign on the same facade. <laughs> okay, the Buddha... It literally is a strip mall. The Buddha Lounge is also, I think, where Dina and Danielle met in season two. The Buddha Lounge features heavily. Yeah on many wives filmed outings and Ange sits down and she goes the guy's like what do you want she goes i want a martini i want a martini and she smiles Ange is so happy and Ange i love is... that she's happy i know joe the girl called carla talks about joe her ex being mia and she's sort of like i don't really know why he's not spending time with us big Ange immediately goes is he dating someone she goes right away my mind goes to girlfriend psychic she knows. She knows. She goes, these guys, they're all the same. They're all the same. They come out of prison and they just want to go right to the girls. Oh, God, I love her. Her she, dating journey. Like, I'm still in, so inspired by her dating journey. But Carla, like, kind of, her, she almost, like, her face changes when Anne says it because she knows it in her heart that it's true. She knows it's true. And she's, still she's in love been with him. mend by the guy called Joe. The guy called Joe. And now she's like, well, I'm going to go and figure out what's what. And I was like, you're falling right into his trap. You're going to look like a fool and you're going to look very jealous. And then sure enough, she does. And we'll get to that. But I'm just like, the never have I seen women that need to break away from men more than this gaggle of women. Big Ange and AJ, her son, for his 23rd birthday, head to a literal pawn shop. In like a shopping center strip mall. She's looking like a million bucks. She's rocking a high pony. Uh, a hot high pony to the gods. Her forehead is pushed She's up. She's cheekbones, forehead, chin, She's, lip. She walks in smoking a black and mild. My queen. She's I'm going to the jewelry store with AJ. Because it's his 23rd birthday. Whatever you want for your 23rd birthday, you can have it. So he picks out like a cross necklace. A chain. And then she goes, okay, now it's about me and my diamonds. She goes, diamonds, diamonds, diamonds. I love my diamonds. And she's picking out all this jewelry. I was like, also, how does she have like jewelry money? I think she's just taken care of by the wise guys. I think she's taken care of by wise guys, Janine, and I think her bar's probably making a shit ton of money now that she's, like, on TV. I swear all these, like, Ange, again, probably has a storage unit full of cash. Because she, in one episode, in one season, buys a giant manor. Yeah, she's, there's, things are afoot. And she also, I was obsessed, pays in cash. She puts it down, like, a deposit down. Maybe I'll put a deposit down. 
She goes, I gotta go. I gotta go cook. She goes, baby backs, pig knuckles. And the guy goes, oh, it's a feast. She goes, yes, it's a feast. Pig knuckles. She's just marinating, cooking all the parts. Ugh, I would kill. She loves for spoiled Ange her AJ. to like cook a massive feast for my birthday. She wants AJ to settle down. He's like, no, that's not who I am. You know that. He's only 23. She goes, maybe I'll have eight, 23 girlfriends. For- she goes, no, no, no. I'll have one nice girl. One nice girl. He goes, maybe I'll wait till I'm 47. She no, goes, no, 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 no. Too late. Because she knows that know. her time is coming. I really believe that she knew. And she was a grandmother. Oh, yeah. Like, was... so she at least had that experience before she left this realm. Renee, go, Renee another glamma. Mm-hmm. I, I'm always like. I love a glamour. I love when women, housewives call themselves glamours. Mm-hmm. Renee goes bowling with AJ, her AJ and his. Girlfriend, Sydney. Sydney seems normal. Yeah, and they are still together now. Or maybe they got divorced, but they ended up getting married. They have a kid. I'm obsessed with Renee just bowling straight gutter balls. <laughs> and Sydney. Yeah. I kind of blacked out in this scene. Renee just keeps trying to talk to AJ about school because I guess he's like doing really poorly in school and failing out. And Surprise. like he's pretty disrespectful to her. He is. And he's met. He's like the kid in men. Yeah. He's just like not looking at her, just being disrespectful. Then she tries to like kind of talk rope sydney into the conversation which is inappropriate but then sydney goes well it's just annoying like blah blah blah. and i was like oh my god i would never talk to like my boyfriend's mom like even when i was a teen i always had that was taught to have the utmost reverence for like adult no i'm like i'm always i would never talk to like simon's mom like that in a million years no karen Karen goes, it feels like my entire life is coming together. She's in her bordello apartment getting zhuzhed up for David to come. There's like house music playing and then David, who's pretty hot, Mm -hmm. he arrives and she goes, hi, David. She goes, come on in here. They have their, they're like. They're being disgusting. (laughs) There's so much sexual tension. She's like, come on in. They sit on her blood red couch and it's just like crickets they're just sitting there completely silent for like a very awkward period of time and then dave goes time flies huh (laughs) and then they like talk or whatever i guess dave was in prison for 10 years and they've been together for 12 years so basically they've only been together for two years and then had a 10 year off period i mean we like forget that karen's entire family went down for an ecstasy ring and she she did she just get off because she's a woman i think they may have taken the fall for her that's like the good thing about being a woman is maybe less punishment in incarceration sometimes we'll see with miss holmes i'm so curious about ms holmes what's the latest she's not getting sentenced until like the fall I, I swear she's going to get out of it. Or get, like, deferred. I mean... I really believe she's, like, not going to go down for that long. But she was found guilty of a lot of stuff, right? I know, but I just... I feel like she's she's really good about... She'll find a way. How does she have... Oh, her, her husband is an heir or something. She's a hotel, hotelier. Okay. An well... Hotel heir. She's a bitch who knows how to find the money. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. That's a skill.
Drita goes to the dance factory and I was excited because I thought we were going to see her taking dance lessons to further her starlet career. But they just kind of but sat there. She just sits and talks to her friend about Karen and Ramona. I was like hearing Charlie Brown teach her most of the show. Yeah. I and like Drita goes, she's Drita says she's fine to talk to Karen. She wants to like squash the beef and she thinks she can do that without getting mad. But then she goes, everyone knows I have a problem with Lucifer. And I guess that's Ramona. And she goes, I'll chew on a fucking face like a leech. So she's basically like, I can't handle Ramona and I will beat the shit out of her. Well, Ramona's a hater and she's anti-Albanian. Yeah. I mean, Ramona is Lucifer, but I'm also like, you need to stop seeking out friends to talk to who encourage you to like beat the shit out of other people. Well, they both, Karen and them both, Karen and Drita both have friends telling them to punch each other mm-hmm. i'm like this is not helpful this is not how you would get peace karen's first cousin literally said beat a face beat a fucking face in karen and ramona meet up and play pool together which i'm i was just like lolling for some reason yeah i was just like what she tells ramona that dave put it down and i just went Whoa. she's giddy like a little schoolgirl because she got dicked down by her hu- by her baby daddy she is stigmatized I really like... And I don't blame her. I don't blame her either, but there's something about just like her sexual afterglow that really turned me off. But it also ignites the crazy within because later we see the dark side of Karen. And I think she's done a pretty good job of not going totally dark on the show. Like she comes across very like... But I mean... That scene with Carla in that weird restaurant where she was clearly on, like, blow mm-hmm. and, like, shaking and being, like, getting standing up and putting her little hands down on the table. <laughs> She's been pretty dark. She's dark, but still, like, kind of light. But then we'll get to the scene because I was like, wait, what the fuck? I saw, like, ecstasy drug lordess. Mm-hmm. I, just, I was just saying, like, seeing, seeing and hearing your parents talk about fucking like her daughter must be traumatized i would literally go up into my room and like i don't know what i would do i would go like um, i'd be like the kid in best in show who like climbs up (laughs) on the shed and like won't come down karen's kind of like she's regressed yeah i guess i mean her her husband so her husband went down for the or her baby daddy dave went down for the ecstasy ring and her father and her brother and a brother but karen got to like she got off but she was clearly dealing uh yeah she was trying she was testing the the queen of arizona she was probably i wonder if she was like dolling it out at her like spa probably oh by the way i went to face gym again this week how was it good it's so good they just slap your fucking face around. It's the best. Joe and the girl called Kala do like a very like 80s. They go to a place called Retro Fitness. Very like Bally's in 1988. I hate the gym. I hate gyms. Yeah, they're awful. They're so awful. I hate them. I can't do it. I like can't set foot in a gym. No, it's so triggering. I hate. Like, how do you just work out? How do you just like figure out how to work out and like do things where other people are doing different things like i don't speak that language i mean i was doing it every day for like a year i used to do it like years and years ago and then discovered classes and have never looked back but carla's like a gym rat like she she, loves to pump iron she loves like hanging with like either a gal or a guy just like talking shit lifting weights she's cool she's like prison yard prison Mm -hmm. yard carla but Joe basically, he's like, yeah, I'm dating someone. 
and I really like her. And Carla is miffed. She goes, I knew it. Some little hussy. She goes, she's probably what, 19? I was like, Carla, you girl, you got to take a breath and take a page out of the men's book and just be like, that's amazing. Like, when can I meet her? Would love to have you guys over for dinner. Like, you have to like reverse engineer the situation and reverse psychology because you're playing like you. And I understand why you would be pissed. I would be pissed, too. But I would try my hardest to play it so cool well she's her big thing is like you're not around for the kids but i'm also like don't you also want them around yeah but she's she she also i think says little pussy at one point so i was like he says the kids have met her Damn. and then that was like savage that's fucked up i think that's fucked up yeah i would probably be like you know wait until it's serious like, don't just have kids around girlfriends until it's, like, a serious thing. But you maybe should introduce her to Carla before the kids. So Carla yeah. has, like, a foundation with her and then can be, like, suss her out and then allow. Like, that's very inappropriate, I think. But also it's classic, like, her being mad about the girlfriend instead of at Joe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then the girl called Carla... And Andrita bring the puppies to the park. I love that Carla got a puppy too. They're all taking Big Ange's advice now, which is when men disappoint you, get a dog, get a puppy immediately. They just talk about Joe and Big Ange goes, all these guys are the same. They come out of prison and it's next, next, next. When Ange and Louie showed up late, just walking in. And then I love that Ange takes Drita's dog and she goes, she's so cute. Oh, the cutest dog. She goes, it's baby Drita. Just treat his dog as her twin. That's me with Mango. I'm Big Ange. And, and Mango's Louie. We are all, whenever we go out and about, we are Big Ange and Louie. If you have a dog you're, and you walk your dog down the street, you are immediately Big Ange and your dog is Louie. When, no I drive with Big, when I drive with Mango in the front seat, I literally, I hold him back like that the whole time. Mm. My child. You should buckle him in. We have a buckle in Simon's Jeep. I love Carla's so mad that Joe has a girlfriend. Defensive. She's talking a million miles a minute. She's like, so what? He's going to get a girlfriend now? He's going to be with his girlfriend, not come around his kids? Like, what? He's going to just hang out with her? Fuck out of here. I was like, girl. Down bad. You got to just chill. Then we cut to Karen and David. They go to a place called Lair. Karen says she loves David. I was like, she's not playing it cool. And all the girls have stopped playing it cool. That's the theme of the episode. Yeah, the girlies are no longer cool. They're fucking getting all revved up. And then Dave, Karen begins starting when David reveals he's been dating. He goes, yeah, I mean, I've been dating a little bit, dating around. She goes, did you fuck a fucking bitch in my bed? <laughs> I was like, ah! <laughs> Well, I, I'm pretty positive that David's the only guy Karen's been with in, like, the whole time. Really? Yeah. No, Lee. She was with Lee. No, no, no. Like in the past few years. Oh. I don't think Karen's. So I think she's like. She goes, did you fuck a fucking bitch in my bed? I'll smash your fucking face in. She goes, you got a bitch in my bed? You forgot who you're fucking with. Oh, you forget now. You're forgetting who you're with. You for-. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, Karen, you just threatened domestic violence against David. The father of her child. She said she would smash his fucking head in. So then he does what any guy who doesn't really know what to do in that situation he just plants a big tongue kiss on her and they have a sloppy 
I was very They're in was, the middle of like a fuck fest. Like I could smell the sex on oh, them when they walked it's into really Lair. Sick to me. It's disgusting. It's, <laughs> because I feel like we've all been there. Like I was having flashbacks to like long weekends with ex lovers who came to visit or like I came to visit them and I know what that's like when you're deluding yourself into being like This is gonna be us somewhere. Yeah, like we'll like figure it out. Like I'm just like high off of dick right now and we're gonna go to Lair and then we might get in a little fight, but then we might kiss and we're definitely gonna fuck later and oh. it's just like so gross and then he like tongue kisses her and then she literally goes <laughs> i was like oh karen karen oh my god he's playing you did she say he goes down on her a lot i think so yeah i got that vibe she has the glow of a woman that's gotten her pussy eaten for hours well she said that he gave her an orgasm yeah like even the way she said it made me like for some reason it's like <laughs> With Karen. Like I want, I want. Yeah, I want her to have that. I want all women to have like, yeah, of course, orgasms aplenty. But there's something about like seeing this, that, and I really do think it's like I've just seen. It was a reflection of myself in those moments where I'm just like, oh my god, this is embarrassing. Renee heads into the city. She goes, my good friend Cherry Martinez <laughs> is a radio host of a show called Lockdown Love about prison relationships. I was like, okay. Cherry Martinez is literally like a name and a neat, like noir. It's like a Quentin Tarantino yeah. character name. But Renee is, I'm sorry, she's on cocaine. <laughs> she's coked out of her fucking gourd. She has post nasal drip, like to the high heavens. She goes off. Cherry is just like. Cherry's like, so what's that? What's it been like with your hut? And she goes, a rat is a rat is a rat is a rat is a rat. What am I going to do? Take him back? No, I hate him. I spit the ground he walks on. She goes, I don't wish death on everyone, but I wish a million Renees to make his life miserable for the rest of his life. <laughs> and then Cherry's just like watching kind of wild. And then she goes, okay, well, is there something you could say to women going through the same thing you're going through? And then she gives really unhinged advice. Yeah, like she goes, just leave him. Leave. I was like, but. That's not everyone like can not, be in that yeah position. like what like no excuse me yeah renee was uh she just she was literally going she was what i spit the I spit on the ground he walks on she goes i spit on the ground that he walks on her cheekbones look fierce though oh yeah she looks amazing her contour was on fleet she has that like coke glow yeah before she's been getting railed by a different thing than dick <laughs> white powder oh, in the dome. I wish she was getting dick down. I think that would help her. It doesn't. It throws her into more psychosis. But dick, no, dick from anyone but Pagan. Yeah, I but think, I don't. But I think like the Pagan dick also did her dirty. Yeah, like she's just a sucker for being high. Then Drita gets a letter from Lee that he's not, not getting transferred to Brooklyn after all. He knew he was just fucking with her. I, I don't think. know. I don't think they know. I because and I'm literally just basing that off of watching Orange is the New Black. But <laughs> that was like they didn't know when they would get transferred. And then you just get like transferred around to prisons. But I do think it was fucked up like to transfer him further from his family. That's, I, mean, I that's, just don't think that that's right. No, the prison system is evil. I mean, there's like a gajillion things wrong, and that's probably like the on the lowest on the register of what is very brutally wrong with the for-profit prison system. But like, that's fucked up. Well, I think they intentionally separate. Yeah, 
It's a punishment. Yeah. We do have time left, so we can talk about staircase prison. Wow. That was so that also like just validates my greatest fear is like being in a federal prison jail. and like getting beaten and raped like daily. <laughs> but Colin Firth in prison, Michael Peterson just doing his thing and like conniving his way through and that really hot guy who helps him. Yeah. Holy well, he shit. had to make it work. Like No, I know. I know. He just but he's I was like of course he would end up being okay because he's he's good at manipulating. Yeah. Like who is that guy that his friend, the guy who lifts, the janitor guy? I don't know. He's really hot he's though. Sexy. Yeah. It was scary though. Why are stamps currency? I think because you can mail... You can just mail more letters? Or, yeah, I think it's like a... Or it's just like, instead of... Like, you can't have money, but you can yeah. have stamps. So, yeah. damn. I I was like, I never want to go to prison. Me too. I'm always worried I'm going to go for like... <laughs> Why are you worried no, you're going to go to prison? <laughs> for like... I'm, that what I, are you doing no, that you're like, going to go like, to prison for? Like, whenever I was like filing for unemployment, I'd always be like, oh my God, did I like file for like one extra weekend that I accidentally got mixed up and they're going to send me to like the penitentiary. <laughs> this is my Catholic guilt. I buried a Sour Patch Kid in the backyard when I was a kid because I stole it uh, from the supermarket. One single Sour Patch? From a, a tray of candy. I sold one in a ra- like a big gummy sour gummy and I was so guilt ridden that I went to our backyard and buried it. Wow. And then cried to my mom and we had to call the Acme. Oh yeah and then she told them to tell you that it was okay. But I was literally in the backyard despairing at age five which is like (laughs) no five-year-old should have that much shame and guilt i feel like the right move is like yeah you stole and stealing is wrong so like let's just go back and apologize to the guy and like i did move on with our lives but they were like it's okay i know and then it 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 co-signed the bad behavior anyway anyways yeah yeah, i don't i thought for a while when i was in like deep deep tax debt that i didn't know how to get out of i I wanted to just be like can i just go to print and i was also really depressed and like having suicidal ideation so i thought like a cool solve would be like let me just go to prison for like a month and then like you can erase the debt and like i can airbnb my apartment and then that is why i'm glad you're on medication Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) i was also like extreme the extreme like white privilege of that too i was like okay well that's not gonna happen clearly but i was like what i could just like walk a track or just like read all day and cry in a cell (laughs) you thought you'd be in like Teresa's. i thought i'd be in like linwood or somewhere where litchfield no linwood the prison that like Lindsay lohan and alexis haynes went to but i was like what like i cry all day anyways like and just lay in bed so i might as well just go to prison and do that and like read God, and then mental illness suck and then like be out of debt and then it's fine i was like i would even go for like 3 to 6 months like just whatever it takes like just do it i was do pull ups i was truly in a place of just send me to jail get sarah sarah connor ripped mhm i was like maybe i'll get ripped probably wouldn't it was like i would just read or sleep but it seems that like you probably don't get very good quality of sleep. And then Orange is the New Black, like... That makes it look fun. That made it look a- cute and quirky. But then Staircase, I was like, I never no, want horrifying. to go to jail. But anyway, it just confirms that I believe he's guilty more, just his actions in this episode. 
And Sophie. Sophie? Julia Binoche is starting. She's starting. She's getting mend. I still am an owl theorist. I'm an owlina. We fly. We ride. We got a whiff of the that's coming. I know. We're going to get to see the owl scene. And I do think... I really am curious as to where this will land. I think it's going to land in a... Like, it's neither here nor there. It will be very unresolved and unknown. Can I just say my MVP so far is Patrick Schwarzenegger? Yeah, he's killing it. He's really good at acting. That scene when he wakes up, I was horrified. I was like, oh my God, he killed a girl. Yeah. And he had that same panic. Well, I saw the blood in the back of his head. And then I was like, oh no, he's just like a sad. But And then I watched it after we had cruised yeah. Todd's Instagram on the bonus episode. You guys, if you're not a Patreon member, you're really missing out on us doing a extreme wellness check on Todd Peterson. And it's not good. Who who's gone down a K hole, a literal K hole of white <laughs> nationalism, and he's let's just say he's in a place of giving city tours in the dark of night. <laughs> if that doesn't tell you all you need to know. You definitely need to subscribe and take a big look with us. He's not okay. But the, the kids are not all right. Patrick Schwarzenegger looks so much like him too. He's so hot. He's so hot. Oh, but yeah, he's really he's. Well, he's also, he's got that, like, the Kennedy tragedy, hang like, the shadow of that on his face, I feel like, in my head. Mm-hmm. So I see that. Because he's a Kennedy. Do you know that? Yeah. Was well, the Shriver, was she a Kennedy? Yeah. She's Jackie's daughter? No, no, no. She's Eunice Shriver, who's Eunice Kennedy, was JFK's sister. That's her. Oh, okay. Her. So the Shrivers are Eunice. Lee. No. Eunice Driver was Eunice Kennedy. She was Bobby Kennedy, JFK's, and Teddy Kennedy's sister. Sister. She had Maria Schreiber. And they were very close with Jackie. Because the Shrivers are very, like Sergeant Shriver, the husband was like a doctor or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. They were really close with Jackie, JFK Jr., and Caroline. So Maria was always hanging with them. Got it. This okay. is sick that I know all this. No, it's a. It's a boss. It's my mom. Honey, you got to know. You know what you know. But Patrick, Catherine, the other three, they're mm-hmm. all full-blown Kennedys. And they look like Kennedys. Ugh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But he's really great. Margaret, the the youngest one, mm-hmm. kills me. She's so sad. <laughs> she's a kooky girl. Sophie Turner's really good, too. Yeah, she's killing it. Everyone's really delivering the goods. Where's the... Di- Caitlin. The daughter? Yeah. I don't know. I guess she's kind of like... I was hoping we'd get to check back in with the sisters. I love that. Those wenches. Also, just like Tony, just the the vibe she conveys every time we're in a flashback is just like such doom. She's just so good. I rewatched the scene recently in The Sixth Sense where she and Haley Joel Osment are doing some car acting. And I forgot that she was even in that movie. She got nominated for an Oscar for that. Yeah. Like, she is just an incredible actress. She's, like, so much naturalism. And... I remember that scene. She was like this. She told me. I said. I asked her if she was proud of me. She's so good. Yeah. It's just unreal. Also, he was so good in that movie. I know. They both were channeling two actors doing their thing. Anyway, 
Can't wait for this fifth staircase episode or six. I keep forgetting that it comes out on Thursdays. Also, did you know that the woman Parker Posey played died? When? Like three years ago of liver failure. Damn. From her. She was a big old alky. Yeah. Guys, be careful out there. Stop binge drinking. Guys, tickets for our tour. I did a big blast on my Instagram, which I'm very proud of. I, it took me an hour <laughs> to post all the stories. But tickets are selling pretty well now. But get on it because Philly is literally like five away from selling out. Yeah, Philly has like 10 tickets left or some shit. Um, that's on June 7th at City Winery. Be there. Be fucking square. Denver's June 3rd at Bluebird nope, Theater. Denver is June 2nd at the Bluebird Theater. No, it's June 3rd. No, honey. It's we June leave 2nd. On the, we leave on the 2nd. We leave on the 1st. No. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Did I change? I might have to. Well... Carrie's still discovering when the tour dates are, but Denver is on June 2nd at the Bluebird Theater. Yep. Minneapolis, June 4th at the Cedar Cultural Center. Detroit on June 5th at the Majestic. And then we top it off by just coming home to some fat cheesesteaks in Philly on June 7th at City Winery. Get your tickets now. There are links in the description of the podcast. There's also links in our bio on socials follow us on tiktok follow us on instagram and uh bye sexy unique podcast is created and hosted by me lara marie shane halls this episode was co-hosted by the one and only carrie o'donnell this episode was edited by ness smith sabadoff If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.